Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to talk about an idea about are you a camera owner or are you a camera user? I suppose what I mean by that is sometimes people buy cameras with the intention of going out and using them and shooting and doing all this cool stuff only to find that the camera gets put in the cupboard and then progressively gets pushed to the back of the cupboard and then kind of forgotten about or it may be when you go on holidays you suddenly think oh I might grab my camera out of the cupboard and take some photos and again for a lot of I suppose people who have cameras sometimes people are using them regularly like they're using them every day and other people are using them very infrequently and a lot of times people spend they go out and they do the research and they research which camera they're going to buy and they look at all the specs of the different models on the market and they choose a camera based on, well, this is a really good camera. It's got very good specs, reasonably priced, got a lot of cool features, and they buy the camera. And then the, I suppose, the process of using that camera becomes short-lived where a lot of people will use that camera for a short period of time and then other things start to happen in their life and it gets pushed to the back and forgotten about. So if you're one of those people who have, I suppose, bought a camera and you have it, it's kind of tucked away somewhere and you haven't really used it, here's something to consider. Just think about finding some reasons to get your camera out, you know, putting some, doing some things that will actually, I suppose, motivate you to get the camera out of the cupboard and take the camera out into the world and start using it again. And again, like I said, people buy these things initially because they have, you know, there's a, there's a bit of a passion there for it. Or there's a reason, and like I said, things do get in the way, and sometimes you know things can, like I said, get pushed on the back burner. But I'm just challenging people now who may be in that position, or maybe they've got the, they do take the camera out every now and then. But to try and get the camera become more of a part of your, I suppose, your weekly or even daily routine. I know you know friends that take cameras everywhere with them, everywhere they go, they take their actually, you know, their mirrorless or a DSLR camera. I mean, we all walk around with a camera in our pocket now anyway. If you've got, a, if you've got a, a, an iPhone or an Android phone or one of the other phones on the market, you've got a camera there as well. So that's, you know, we all have a camera. But when I'm, I suppose what I'm talking about is talking about like something like a DSLR or mirrorless or one of the other, you know, types of cameras like that, which are more than just a communication device. They're actually designed to take photos. And again, there's a number of things, I suppose, people can look to do and look recently we just ran um as people know who listen to the regular listeners to the podcast that i'm involved with the canon collective in australia and we just ran last weekend we just ran a photo marathon and for those who don't know what a photo marathon is photo marathon is basically where we we give people a list of briefs and they then have to go out and shoot it and how it worked this time around was we had six mandatory briefs. So we said, these six briefs you have to go and capture. And then we had 12 briefs that you could select another six from. So you had to produce 12 images over the weekend. And we gave people plenty of time. So they virtually had from 9am on Saturday to 9pm on the Sunday. So that could fit in with their working working commitments and family commitments. So they had a bit of a time to kind of able to go out and look at the briefs and then capture something for those briefs and again it was to capture new images the idea was I suppose the idea behind the photo marathon and this is my you know thought process kind of coming up with these ideas and challenges 
is I wanted to give people a reason to get the camera out of the cupboard. I wanted them to have a reason that they would grab the camera and say, okay, I'm going to take my camera and I'm going to you know, create some images. Quite often when we go, people go with the camera, they see something and they snap it and that's fantastic. But shooting to a brief is a whole kind of different thing because it actually, you now got a purpose. You, you have a purpose to shoot something so you have to go and kind of research it or look for something or come up with an idea. So it does two things. It gets you thinking about photography because when you just walk down the street and you see a bird in a tree, you go, oh, that's a cool bird, I'll, I'll take a picture of that and you snap the picture, that's fantastic. But that process kind of just all happened organically. It's just like it's been there, you've seen it, you've shot it, and you've moved on. The shooting to a brief idea is completely different because obviously you have a, a brief in there and it's say, uh, and one of the briefs was furniture. So the idea was obviously for people to somehow include a piece of furniture into into an image. Like I said, it's interesting. Everyone has different ideas on how that might work or whether or not they just have a like a product shop type thing where you know like you might see in a in a retail magazine selling furniture where they're showing off a coffee table and you know that type of stuff and they have a, a cup of coffee and a plate of biscuits or something on there kind of a product type shot or you try and make the you try and make the piece of furniture something different but again it was to get people thinking about how they i suppose about just using their camera and getting out and shooting because if you are, you know, if you're a camera owner and you own a camera, that's fantastic. But then, if you're a camera user, that's even better because then you're actually getting value for money. You know, you've invested money in this item and you've got it there, and it's a great kind of resource and it's a great tool for you to to be able to just play with and experiment and create with. And again, sometimes for various different reasons, people just put the camera down and the camera doesn't get used for long periods of time, and like I said, if you're one of those people, then I'm just saying to you, maybe it's time to grab the camera out and you might, like I said, you're, you're generally interested in photography because you're listening to this podcast. You were generally interested because you bought a camera. But to try and get value for money and help you grow, I suppose, as a photographer, because like I said, I suppose everyone's wish when they embark on something, they hope that they can do something and they hope that they can improve on it. I mean, I think for most people, that's what we're, how we function is that we like to be able to do something and then get better at it and better at it and better at it and over time, you know, be very proficient in doing something. And a lot of people, like I said, become quite competitive as well. So quite often photography can bring out that really competitive streak in people, particularly when you're pitching them up against things like other photographers in something like a photo marathon because now, you know, you're not just kind of competing against yourself but you're competing against other people who are shooting and they're given the same set of parameters so it's always interesting to see how two completely different individuals will interpret something and how they'll go about creating something and that's what makes us unique as photographers and it makes it unique as creatives that we all use different processes to actually get to the end result so like I said we have different ideas how we might put things together we have different ideas on how we might use the subject to create an image but again I think it's giving people a reason to get out and use their camera is really important talked about on the podcast we've talked about personal projects we've talked about a range of different things talking about things that kind of to make you happy when you're shooting is shooting the stuff that you love and again all these things do fall into the category of that say for instance if you are a, a person like I said who has a camera and you've spent some money on that camera and you've got a few lenses and you've got a bit of gear sitting there 
rather than have it just kind of gather dust. Maybe, you know, if you don't want to kind of embark on look around, then look, a lot of the photographic groups um, have challenges, like in the Canon Collective, we do a weekly challenge. So there's always a, a theme for the weekly challenge where people can go out and capture something that week and gives them a, again gives them a reason to get out with the camera and they're shooting something specific so we're actually saying don't just give us a picture of of the bird you saw in the tree down the street you know we want you to shoot a picture of of some item or some some i suppose things like you know recently we had a, a brief called chaos and it's interesting with chaos what so how do you photograph chaos like that's people at first think geez that's pretty hard but in a picture, you're going to have a lot of things happening. So when, when you have a picture of a lot of things, elements in play, it can be chaos. And again, so people come up with some really novel, really novel, I suppose, interpretations of that theme of chaos. And again, this is part of the fun is actually then going back to when you do do it like through something like where there's a weekly challenge and there's other people doing it, is that it's really helpful then to go through and look at what other people did. And you go, oh, okay, that's really, that's really interesting what they did. And you can take away and you can, you know, it helps broaden, I suppose, your visual literacy of images and why people present stuff and the way people think about stuff. Because we all think about something like we can give someone something to say, can you shoot a picture that's that's white, that, that kind of celebrates white as a colour? And people will come up with different ideas on how they can shoot something that's white as a picture to celebrate that particular brief so again it's like interesting like i said to always look back at it at what people have done and and how they've actually approached it and again like i said i know from just talking to many many friends that i've kind of i suppose made over the years for the photography communities that there is a lot of people who do fall off the wagon who do say oh yeah steve i haven't used my camera for ages just really haven't had the time to do it i do need to get back into it at some stage and again so people do like i said get to that point and i and like i said my suggestions would be then maybe if you don't want to kind of do the weekly challenges but then set yourself a personal project which can be like a, a challenge over the next you know even if it's over the next 12 months and people quite often shoot that challenge you know that 365 challenge where every day they just have to create a picture and sometimes in those challenges that you can kind of find on the internet that each day has a theme but other times people just can simply choose to photograph one aspect of their day just to have a you know just have a a visual i suppose a visual capture of what they did on that particular day whether it was something they did around the house whether they were gardening or whether they were doing something at work or, the, or some other thing that they've just captured that one that one item and and preserved it as a photograph and again these things kind of get you thinking and i think as it grows people get better and better at it quite often there's people i know who've shot their kids growing up so they've you know once a month or something they've got their child to, to pose in the same position they take 12 images one a month and they've taken it until they're like 18 years of age and then Really interesting then to look at those pictures as a slideshow as that person grows as grows up and you can see the changes. And again, that's a great way of I suppose using your camera to document something personal like in your family because that becomes a that becomes like almost a family heirloom because if you document say you know one of your children growing up and you've got these images of these different stages of their life, that's super unique. I mean that's. And it's super personal because it, it relates to that person, how they might have, you know, how their hair styles have changed, how their 
you know, clothes, the clothes they wore changed, all those types of things kind of captured in those images. And it's great to be able to both just get the record of that. And again, this is sometimes what people just need. They just need some type of catalyst. They just need something to get them started, just something to motivate them to use the camera. And like I said, you've invested the money in the camera, you might as well try and get some value out of it. And again, a lot of people when they buy a camera, it's not for, they don't have ambitions of being a professional photographer where they're going to go off and make a fortune traveling the world taking photographs. A lot of people, it's just generally, they just want to They want to have an outlet. They want to have something they can use to, to I suppose, create. And like I said, photography for a lot of people is is that creative medium that people are comfortable with. Not everyone's comfortable to pick up a paintbrush or a pencil and, and draw. Yeah, and, and saying that too, like, I mean, there's a lot of creatives do multi multimedia type stuff where they do, where they, I know some people, they, they photograph, they sculpture, they paint, they draw. They do a whole range of different things. And some people are really good at these multitasking where they can do it. But for a lot of people, the camera gives them, I suppose, an opportunity. It gives them a tool to be able to go out into the world and capture some unique, some of the uniqueness of the world, just like being able to go out and isolate things that are happening. And and that's the great thing about cameras. Cameras allow you to go into the real world. And because of the field of view of the, of the camera lens, it allows you to isolate that part of the world from what's happening around it, which can be really interesting. And that's like great photographers have always used this to their advantage, that the fact that they've used a particular focal length to shoot a particular scene because... They could use that to, you know, if we're standing there and, you know, we pretty much like our eyes are pretty much like a wide angle lens. Like we, we look forward and we see this enormous um, scene in front of us of all these things. So there might be in the center of the scene, there might be something, you know, happening and then might off to the left and off to the right, there's things happening. So we get to see get to see all that. When you behind your camera and you've got a lens that say a zoom lens where you can kind of change the the change the focal length and you can change the field of view you can now in within that scene now you can actually just isolate something so you can just isolate whether it just be a couple of people in in the middle of that scene or whether it be something else that's happening again this is a great use i suppose of photography how we can use it to i suppose show what's happening around us and like i said it's always been a technique that people have done they've always used the of shooting and I remember listening to a photographer who's traveled the world and shot for magazines and talked about how he would shoot be given an assignment and would go out and shoot a particular scene so he might be told to go to a to go to a market like in a particular country say we want some photos of, of this market and people hustling and bustling and the rule he used to always do was he'd always have three focal lengths and he'd try and shoot the, the three images from the same spot but change out the focal length. So, you know, you might have a shot where he starts off with a wide-angle shot, capturing the whole market scene. There's dozens of people there and the storeholders and all that type of stuff. And then the second second shot might be a tighter shot because it's um, pulling that in a bit and might just be concentrating on a one particular, one particular um, stall. And then a third shot where you know, long lens really tightening up that shot. So it might just be focusing on the products that are being sold on that particular market stand, whether it be oranges, apples, or whatever it is. But again, 
it's an interesting way we can use photography to kind of, I suppose, give that overview and then allows us to drill more deeply into the scene, which might help tell that story about what's happening in that market. And I always thought that was a really interesting piece of information to think about that, you know, taking pictures, like taking three pictures of the same scene in a sense, because all the, all those elements are in that wide angle, all those other elements are sitting there, but they're kind of, you know, a little bit smaller, a little bit, you know, those a little bit harder to, to see, but as you kind of use change of, as you use the change of the view of what the camera can see, that's what you're relying back to the viewer when they see the picture. Now you're kind of giving them that, you know, it's kind of like, I suppose, it's it's um, concentrating parts of the scene so you can do that thing. So again, it's just kind of a thought of, like I said, maybe you want to get out and use your camera and think about using it in some different ways to document what's happening around you and just try and, I suppose, like I said, find some reasons. And I think that's the thing that you have to really kind of, a lot of people have to work on is try and find those reasons why you should have your camera with you. And like I said, I know people who have got to the point where they travel with their camera regularly. They have their camera with them most of the time. Some people don't. I mean, I try and, I went for a period there where I had my camera with me 24-7. Wherever I went, I had a camera and it was a DSLR and I'd use that, you know, I'd see, stop somewhere and I'd see something, I'd grab my camera and I'd shoot it. And I did that for about seven years where I really, I suppose I was really invested in the, in photography to the point where I was really, you know, having the camera. And that really helped me grow as a photographer. And as time, as I grew as a photographer, I found that then there was times then when I didn't take my camera deliberately, but I just absorbed what was happening. But but mentally, I was still taking photos. I was still looking at that scene, taking photos, thinking if I had my camera this spot, I'd shoot. I'd shoot it from this angle, or I'd shoot it from this particular way, or I'd try and capture this is happening, I'd try and capture that. And again, like I said, with the luxury now of we all carry cameras with us, I mean, I will sometimes default back and use my phone because if I see something interesting and I haven't got my camera with me and it's something I want to record, Quite often, I'm happy to grab the phone out and take a shot of that because sometimes I want to share that with somebody, or um, I may just want it as a as a memory to remember that particular time or that particular day, what was happening there. Again, I find it kind of useful, but again, having I suppose making some time for your camera is going to really help you as a photographer. And really, like I said, try and get the most out of the, what you've invested in. You've invested in that you know, camera that's sitting in the cupboard. And I'm not trying to guilt shame people saying, oh, yeah, you need to get your camera out. Yeah. But I'm thinking there was a reason you bought it in the first place. So there was a, you know, there was motivation there for you to buy that camera. And like I said, for a lot of people, you know, before they bought that camera, they did the research. So they kind of were invested in trying to get something they felt was going to be the best for their particular fit. And again, so it's kind of, like I said, it's easy for life to get in the way of things. And this happens like with, Quite often you hear the story about people will be quite active with their camera, they'll get married and then family starts to come along and then they find that they have less time for their camera because they've got a, you know more work commitments and more family commitments that they tend to, the camera gets pushed to the back and they don't use it as often. And again, it's kind of like it is a balancing act. It's always about, I suppose, getting the balance right of how much you use your camera and how much of how much of your life does it 
occupy. And for some people, a lot of people, when they as they get older and they start to kind of get into retirement, the camera sometimes becomes the thing that they spend a lot of time behind because it's something they like doing and enjoy doing. But in their younger times, they couldn't invest that amount of time in the camera because obviously they had other commitments. So every person's going to be slightly different when it comes to this, I suppose, this idea and this concept about how they can use the camera. So on this episode of Focus, we've been talking about giving the camera some love. Like if you've got your camera and it's been sitting in the cupboard and it haven't been used for a while, or you just have used it every now and then, but you really haven't been serious about your photography, maybe this is an opportunity to th- to rethink that and go off and do something that, like I said, join a challenge, start a personal project, do something else that will give you, I suppose, motivation to pick the camera up and to use that camera more often. And like I said, I just feel like sometimes, you know, I'll go through a period of, of time sometimes where I won't use the camera for maybe a week. I haven't shot for a week, but I'm at that point in my photography journey that that's fine because I've shot so much stuff that sometimes you do need to put the camera down. And what I'm not suggesting is that you need to, everyone needs to have the camera hanging around their neck 24 7. There's times when you'll know that it's the right time to use your camera and, and that type of thing. And look, recently, I've just returned from New Zealand and that's always interesting when you travel and, and I find this like quite often. Sometimes I feel like when we go, for, you know, you're, you're traveling and you go out for dinner, you go, oh, do I need to take the camera? And I get to the point now where initially I take the camera to everything, but now I know I kind of, I can, I can just kind of regulate when I take the camera. So there's times when I just want to not have the camera with me and because I know I've got my phone with me. So if something really interesting did happen i do have a chance of actually documenting that and it may not capture that in the same way as that you know my mirrorless cameras can do it but at least i've got a record of that and it helps i think you know i think photographs one of the great things about photographs particularly when you're traveling and something happens it's it helps you remember those remember that like it helps you recall that easily that you sit down and look at that and Remember the night we went for dinner at that, you know, such and such restaurant and we had this really amazing meal and they had these entertainers and it was a really it was a really fun night. It was fantastic. So sometimes, you know, that's where photography can be really useful for helping remember things and you know, recalling stuff that's happened in your life again, it just kind of helps you capture that and like I said, put it into put it into a file so it's kind of there. You can recall it at any point in the future. So hopefully you've got thinking about maybe with your camera and, and your relationship with your camera and like I said you you could have a perfect at the moment you could be just really loving your camera to death at the moment you could be out there shooting all the time which is that's fantastic but again I just like to think that to give people I suppose the thought process and not you know like I said not guilt shame them into thinking that now you've got a camera you must use it it's really about being comfortable because like I said for most people there was a reason they bought the camera to start with so there was a motivation there was a reason there was something that that they wanted to do and like I said sometimes priorities get in your way and sometimes you've got to refocus things and I think this happens in life quite often that sometimes you need to stand back for what's going on and sometimes you've lost direction like some of the things that you the life you know direction you were traveling in a few things have happened and I think this is what happened with with the pandemic so many people's direction of their life changed dramatically and we're starting to see now that people are starting to get their, I suppose, their direction of life back on track and, you know, doing things like, you know, whether it be traveling or or whatever it is, but getting back and doing the things that they wanted to do. But then, like I said, life kind of threw these curveballs in the way and, and 
I suppose, took your eye off the prize and you moved, had to go in a different direction. But I think it's good good to always sit back and reevaluate stuff and work out which direction because, I mean, we need to do things that make us happy in life. I think that's the, one of the most important things is if you can do stuff that makes you happy, that's going to enhance your life. You're going to be feeling a much better person if things in life are happy. If you're kind of constantly doing things that don't make you happy, that really, I suppose, brings a lot of negativity and does not help you as a creative, definitely doesn't help you as a creative kind of grow your creative skill set and help you get out there and create some of the stuff that you want to. So look, until next time, enjoy your photography. Like I said, I hope some of those cameras, the dust gets blown off and they get out into the real world and they start capturing it. Until next time, have fun. See ya. Bye.